0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spin-off of the highly acclaimed by by somebody, highly acclaimed podcast
1: I don't know if reboot
0: already underway. I don't know if
1: it's highly acclaimed by him, but Michael Goodrow's been liking a lot of our stuff. So Mike, if you're there, listening, there we go.
0: We are highly acclaimed by Michael Goodrow. Thank you for listening, so, Michael. That is that is the highest honor. That yeah. one's podcast can receive. It is. It if you really did not is. already know that,
1: it is. There's no. There's no but this this no is, is the
0: unacclaimed spinoff. So this this is the one that people don't like.
1: Yeah. No. This no is, one listens. to This,
0: this <laughs> is this is. <laughs> yeah. We're like we're like the we're like the the Joey to the oh, other one's God. friends. Yeah, like well, that that's that's what we are.
1: The thing is, friends was never good to begin with, so.
0: That's true. I don't really like Friends either. I don't know why that was my analogy.
1: Yeah,
0: I couldn't, I couldn't um, think of a, good, uh, a terrible spin-off.
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's move on.
0: So, this is the series where we are running through a list of 100 films I made for Jacob Lacey when he asked me you? to come up with some good Who movies to watch. What? You didn't
1: introduce yourself.
0: I forgot <laughs> do you want to see to... this is why we're on a claim because i'm still a disaster here. yeah uh yeah. i am Aaron Hahn, of course and i'm joined as always by jacob lacy that's me the aforementioned jacob lacy because i screwed this up yeah
1: uh yeah we got new we got new uh intro music guys new intro music
0: Woo! dude it's something uh interesting to say the least maybe unexpected but
1: i think it really works for the podcast it's very like hey taking a stroll down these golden oldie films (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) anyway that's all. yeah
0: (laughs) so this week we are discussing yet again another film from this list of 100 films it is this week's film is Rear Window.
1: Rear Window.
0: The 1954. 54. Hitchcock film. 54. Yeah. So yeah, let's start out. Uh, Lacey, just give me some spoiler-free thoughts on Rear Window.
1: Spoiler-free thoughts, guys. If you've been listening to the show, not this show, the pat, the the critically acclaimed one. <laughs> 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 if you've been listening to reboot already underway, when we did our top ten films of all time. We talked a little bit about honorable mentions at one point, and this was on there. So, obviously, I love this film. Um, it is my favorite Hitchcock film that I've seen of the three I've seen. I've seen Psycho and North by Northwest, other than this one. Um, So, I think that this is just... <laughs> we just talked about it on the podcast. I don't really have, like, a, a genre, but this is, like... A genre that i enjoy this like mystery kind of uh sort of th- thought provoking film um so yeah i don't know watch this in uh in i almost called it gateway to cinema cinema <laughs> <laughs> uh watch this in genres in film history class and uh so as soon as i watched it I instantly fell in love thought it was great um thought i'm forgetting names james stewart correct Yep. Yep, James Stewart, fantastic. And uh Grace Kelly, also fantastic. I love Grace Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I've seen her in, just absolutely fantastic. Um So yeah, um I, I don't know. That's my short lead in to why I or what I thought about this film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well I mean uh, once again I am glad that so far, it seems like you have enjoyed every single film I put on this list. So far. So, pretty solid so far. I don't think that's gonna a record that's going to stay. but I don't think so either. <laughs>
1: we'll
0: see. But, yeah, I put this on the list because I believe this was actually very recently after I saw this film for the first time that I was making this list. And, you know, this was a film that, you know, just blew me away because, mm-hmm. you know... I know I, you. You frequently cite Psycho as like one of the objectively best films you've ever seen. Right. Like everything is so perfectly crafted, and I, I agree. I in fact, Psycho is my favorite Hitchcock film. But that's also because mm-hmm. I have a disposition towards slasher films, and that's kind of like right. the birth of the genre right there. Right. But I do think, I, so. I think that's a perfect film, objectively. But this film is also, I believe. An objectively perfectly crafted film just like it's so well made especially just like the the, the set design
1: yeah
0: is just so <laughs> absolutely fast endlessly fascinating so well put together and then like you said the acting is great mm-hmm. so i mean this was just a film that I put it on the list simply because it is a phenomenal film like i don't I don't yeah. know how to explain it any more than that, but it's a it's a classic of uh film it's a very good example of the art form, I suppose, and just highly entertaining as well so mm-hmm. that's basically why I put it on the list
1: awesome I agree so with now nearly everything you said. Don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's an objectively perfect movie, but we'll get to why in spoilers.
0: Well, um, let's get to it now, because oh, yeah, now spoilers. we are talking spoilers.
1: Spoilers for a movie from 1954. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've seen Disturbia, you've seen this movie. <laughs>
0: but you haven't, because no, Disturbia is, is terrible. Bad. No one liked it. Except for Shia LaBeouf. Actually, Shia LaBeouf probably hates it, because he hates like every he's single film he's ever made movie. at this point. <laughs>
1: American honey he probably likes american honey
0: he probably hates it already like he's just like he <laughs> liked it for like mainstream. a few months but it's... now he's just like no that's not me anymore what I'm do you so think, do you think he's, now, like he's you know? upset
1: that his wife is making more mainstream movies now though it's like how this is wife uh mia goff uh, she's in uh cure for wellness mm. um, she's the female lead in that i think she's been in a couple other kind of bigger movies but it's just like no this is not who we are. <laughs> we, we are not famous.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Let's start talking about sha
1: above now. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about the uh, the real version of this movie, uh, Rear Window. Uh. Yeah. So you said it's objectively perfect. I just want to quickly say that I think there's one scene that I'm like, this is. It doesn't break the movie for me, obviously, because like I said, close to my top ten movies. Um, but. It does stop me from saying, like, when everything in Psycho is just so absolutely perfect, like, it, it's hard to say this one. Because there's the scene where um, the salesman comes in, and he's in the dark room, and he has the camera, and he's flash he does the flash. And then he, like, stops right. and, like, rubs his eyes, takes two more steps, like, rubs his eyes. It's like, just close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. But then dumb. he wouldn't be able
0: to see, like, see. Just charge Obviously. at him. Like,
1: what do you need to see? Like, that's the one scene where I'm like, this is sort of dumb, but like, okay, everything else is so immaculate that I'm like, I I can overlook it. I mean,
0: it's a a bit hard to stage an action scene when one of your characters is in a wheelchair. Oh, I agree. With a broken leg, you know?
1: I'm just saying that I don't know how I would have done it better. I'm just saying that that is the part of the movie where I'm like, okay, so I don't know. Just the one reason that I put it under psycho in quality, but I still put it higher than psycho in my likability of it, so and it all evens out um but yeah, so I was mostly blown away in by this I was mostly blown away by this movie and the fact that it is just a story that takes place in one central location, like it doesn't go anywhere else, and you are. Mm-hmm you are James Stewart in this movie. You're putting this together. You're forced to stay in this room just like he is, and you have no other choice but to let your eyes drift and wander across the, the courtyard to be weirdly voyeuristic, which is like what movies are anyway, in a way. So it's like, this movie is just so like deep in its metaphors and its ideas. Was this based on a play or a book i think it was a short story short story okay that makes sense because i mean play would kind of make a bit more sense to me because it's like central location but um Mm -hmm.
0: and it very much looks like a like a you know staged film in a (laughs) sense you know
1: yeah um and uh it's it's great in the moments where what's grace kelly's character's name I have seen this a while ago now again. So this is another movie that is just in the backlog of films I've seen, but uh we're getting through them first. Um mm-hmm. let me look it up. Oh, Lisa. Okay. So when uh Lisa goes over to the salesman's house and is like searching around in there, you are you are just as helpless as um as uh Jeff is in that scene. Where he's just watching and he's like trying to tell her like get out, get out. He's coming in, but like, he can't. It's just like, it feels like such a good metaphor for what film is, but also like this guy's living this and this is real. And this guy murdered his wife, <laughs> and also his girlfriend is in this house or in this apartment with the, a man who murdered his wife. It's just like, and it's so tense. You're because you don't get any of the audio from the other side. You're just seeing what he sees. It's just everything mm-hmm. about this movie is so masterful, just so smart and so expertly crafted. Because any lesser movie would have put a camera in that room with her and you would follow her through all this stuff. But just only seeing what he sees is just such a great touch that just puts it over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. And also, he doesn't murder that. He doesn't murder the salesman. With a pair of hedge trimmers, so that's always nice.
0: When that's a that back to Disturbia. Me.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is what happens in Disturbia.
0: <laughs> I guess I kind of, you know, forgot that movie. <laughs> yeah. Just, just feel like
1: another movie that I watched on TV before I like ever started watching horror movies. So like this movie scared me. Like, I watched it late at night when I shouldn't have been on
0: TV. Like, when the trailers for that first came out, because that was, like, 2007 or whatever. That was, like, before I started watching horror films. So that was, like, when I was scared by, like, every single horror trailer I saw. I was just like, this looks like the most terrifying film I've ever seen. Because I've never seen a horror film before. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um,
0: But this is not Disturbia. This is Real Window. This is the superior version That's why I'm
1: saying I was happy he doesn't do that. I'm I'm happy he doesn't impale this man <laughs> with hedge trimmers. How could you impale a man with hedge trimmers? I don't know.
0: Um, right, and, and very much, like, to bring back Disturbio, but, like, Disturbio <laughs> doesn't have that same great conceit because it's just him on... Shia Buffs under house arrest, mm-hmm. but he still has so much mobility. Whereas, you're right, like, in this film, what's so great about it is we're trapped in that room with James Stewart's character. Yeah. And just... The, the way in which it feels... It never feels... It, it 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 feels both like we're confined within this room, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's... You know, like a small film, you know? Because there's, yeah. there's such an expansive set work going on with this whole back of the apartment complex and so many different sets within this larger set. So it very much doesn't feel like a small movie but at the same time you do get that claustrophobic feeling when you're stuck right. in that room with him
1: and the film does cheat i think once where like you you know something that james stewart's character doesn't know um and that i think it's one night like she, uh gris kelly's can- character convinces him not to like stare out the window and try to figure out what's going on and then mm-hmm. they go off to you know
0: you know Um, you know hey you know you
1: know (laughs) know, james stewart grace kelly two of the most attractive people at the time yeah wonder what they were doing um (laughs) but the film or the film the the camera goes towards the window and then i think we see something i don't remember exactly what but we see something like the salesman some damning piece of evidence from the salesman or like i think it might be the dog pawing at the garden so it's like I, i don't know stuff like that bothers me when, like, we're supposed to be seeing all of... Only what this guy sees. Only what this person sees throughout the whole movie. And then all of a sudden we get a piece of information that he doesn't have. that I don't know. That kind of stuff... Just but kind of I don't know common. if we're
0: supposed to be exactly him.
1: Right, no, I'm not I think we're
0: very much just our own kind of, you know...
1: It's like... It's like in a horror movie. When we see something scary that the main character doesn't see. Like, what's the point of that? Like, what... Like...
0: It builds tension because you're just like, I can't. You know I what's can't coming talk about
1: this scene. There, it's my, it's my one problem with Get Out. There's one part where I'm like, that's dumb. That's really dumb. Because what's the point of this happening? But anyway, um, it, I don't know. That's just a weird pet peeve. I don't think it's anything like, anything like a real huge problem. That's just like something that I've always had a problem with. Like. Mm-hmm. if If the characters don't know it, I don't think the audience should be in on con i don't think the idi- the idiots the audience should be in on info that our main characters don't know
0: so not a fan of the dramatic irony
1: <sighs> mm, that's a good point I don't know there's weird rules for it in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not going to try and explain it anymore because I don't think I could even if I tried. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, that's just one part that I'm like, I think it kind of breaks its rules a little bit. but
0: No, that's fair. That's fair. But, like I said, I don't think we're supposed to. It's supposed to be like all one, one, we're James Stewart kind of right, thing, right. exactly. I think very much he's supposed. To, he's, we're trying to, like, gin his headspace. We have his POV for much of the film. But I don't. I think we're still supposed to also be. We're, we're watching him whereas he never gets that opportunity to watch it like grace kelly even has that statement like people is it is it grace kelly's character or is it the nurse who says like people need to go outside and look in once in a while at themselves as opposed to always looking out at I, their neighbors that sounds
1: like grace kelly that sounds like when she gives the whole speech on rear window ethics mm-hmm. yeah so that
0: yeah it's probably her but so like we have that I think I I think we are privy to both views there, and that's why we're not exactly his character.
1: Okay, yeah, I can understand that because we that. need
0: to be able to look in as well. All
1: right, I can understand that. Um, gosh, what else is there to say about it? Honestly,
0: um, <laughs> well, I mean, in 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 preparation for this, I was trying to find a way to bring back the hashtag way too relevant thing i was like i'm stretching i'm like i'm trying i want to find something here because there is very much that kind of you know the the whole themes of just like that you know spying on your neighbors but then not like caring about the people like being in this confined close proximity to so many other people and yet you're all in your own tiny little worlds and then
1: I think I found a way to make it #hashtag way too relevant. Uh, spoilers for the Thursday show. Um, I talk about how uh, you can now be bought and sold. All of your internet history can be bought and sold. They can spy on what you've been looking at. Just like mm-hmm. he could spy on the people through the windows.
0: There we go. There's there's a connection. Too you
1: know. eh, it's a stretch, but all right.
0: It, it, it's a stretch, but. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like we need to, you know, keep on bringing that back. Like, that's one it's, of our mainstays. Yeah, that, this.
1: that, the bye-bye man. And I think, oh, that's a spoiler for Thursday's show. Well, you'll see what our probably new hashtag's going to be <laughs> after the Thursday show. Um, yeah. So, let's see. What else? I just... Yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on this with what you were saying about how you wanted to make it way, hashtag way too relevant, but just the idea that every single one of these windows has its own world within it. People with their own separate struggles and like, um, just their own lives, their own stories. And, uh, there's the, the woman who is always dancing in front of her window, um, there's, like, the band, or the piano player, I think, and then a band yeah. later uh, in that one window. There's the couple that's always fighting, that has the dog who dies, which is also, like, dark, man. <laughs> you made <laughs> the dog die. That's, you know, like, the salesman kill, killed his wife, and, like, that's bad, but also he killed a dog, so, like...
0: <laughs> that's when you know they rot, need to stop. in jail.
1: <laughs> no. Um, no, I'm just, obviously, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I, I just love that that there's always when you're watching what's happening in the film, there's always something happening um to the left, to the right, under, below. There's always something else happening beyond just what we're seeing. And I think there's something just insanely masterful about that the way he was able right. to direct all of that like this oh, yeah,
0: I was gonna say that the staging of this entire film yeah. is so impressive because obviously, the the camera is so far away from these as we said the camera never enters these rooms and yet all these actors are performing these scenes as if you know
1: <laughs> as if they a they can't there. probably
0: can't see the cameras at all but yeah. so that's like a interesting way to act that you know film actors aren't given the opportunity to do very often to be yeah. acting without the camera's watching
1: it's uh man and I don't know why, but just until now, I, until I said that, I never even really stopped to think about how crazy that is, all everything that's going on. To, like,
0: maintain and everything? All at
1: once, man. That is insane. That is absolutely and, insane. And just
0: keep it all, like, time like, communicate everything across all the different rooms or whatever, because, like, yeah. they didn't have cell phones or no, anything.
1: No, like, text, like, you're on, or, like, go in, or, like, whatever. It's just, like, Wow. Man, Alfred Hitchcock, you know, hot take on Alfred Hitchcock, master of his craft. I don't think anyone's ever whoa, said that Whoa, whoa! I think that so... might be new.
0: Um. Are you... <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. That might be a might be a bit extreme. We yeah. might we might have to you know, see what else he's got. Yeah. Before we can make any.
1: And I'm excited too. I mean, I've got that that Blu-ray collection. I've seen three of the films on there. I mean, I already talked about Psycho. What's already? all in the collection? Uh, rear windows, beyond by go, uh, yeah. north by northwest, Vertigo, and then The Birds. So it's five, but still pretty good. If you can find it out there, I think it's worth it. It's pretty nice. Vertigo
0: is on the list. Right? It is. The Birds is not. It is not.
1: I'm excited to watch The Birds though because my dad. You need to
0: understand Birdemic.
1: Well, no, well that too. Uh, no, my dad <laughs> is absolutely still to this day horrified of birds. Like, cannot because of that of them, film, of or that just film. in general. Well, guys, we're gonna go with the lacy the history, guys. It's the new segment on the podcast. No, so, um, my great grandma really liked Hitchcock, um, the same great grandma who went to go see King Kong on her first date. Um, so, I
0: so ever, good taste in movies, right to uh, Stop I and know.
1: think, like, man, I wish I could talk with my great grandma when she was still like able to, like articulate things because by the end it's just kind of like oh sad Mm -hmm. um but like man and like when i was interested in movies like i just wonder what the things you've seen anyway they were watching the birds one day she like she had it on tv or something to to that effect and my dad was sitting and watching it and there was and i if i'm lying i'm dying aaron this is the story i've always been told of course i wasn't there uh Mm -hmm. because this was 30 years before no yeah, 30-some years before I was born. Um, so, no. Yeah, okay. So, sorry. I'm trying to get the story straight. Not my story. But uh, my dad was sitting under a cuckoo clock. <laughs> <laughs> that broke as it was popping out. The bird fell onto him. <laughs> And no lie, scarred to this day. Like, we, when we lived in apartments for a little while, there was this bird who would stay in the, uh, in, like, the workout, like the gym room or whatever, like would not mm-hmm. go near it, would not even look in its direction, but it would like talk. and like, it was just, It's just always been this thing where like, he's just terrified of birds. Alfred Hitchcock. Nailed it. So that's why I'm excited to see that movie. I need to know. And I need to have a cuckoo clock sitting behind me and break at the right moment. I need to have the full experience. You know, I need to un- understand the, pl- the plight my family went through. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all I've got to say about, uh, about Rear Window. Obviously, if you haven't seen it, very highly recommended for me. Um, go watch and it.
0: And, of course, highly recommended for me because I put it on the list in it is the on first place. So. Sweet. The leads. The leads. The leads. So yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying all these films thus far. But we get—I I can't wait to hit one where we—we're gonna disagree. It, It's—I it, know it's, it's coming. It's Going but. to happen.
1: Here's the thing. I know we always end every episode talking about this now, but like I'm just—I've been looking at this list. And I'm like, there's nothing on here that I'm just like, I don't think I'm going to like this. But. Seriously, Look, thing. I love Crimson Peak so much, but Pan's Labyrinth has never interested me as a film. I've never looked at that it. That is I'm like... Del
0: Toro's best film by far, like, it, go- it definitely goes Pan's Labyrinth, then Crimson Peak number two, but they're not even close to the same level, like...
1: I mean, I'll, I, I'll take your word for it right now, but when we get to that one, I'm just like, uh, you know. Oh, and Robocop. I'm not certain I'm going to like Robocop.
0: You are going to love Robocop because it is hashtag way too relevant.
1: Hashtag way too relevant. But will anything live up to that scene that was <laughs> on the internet? <laughs> what is the name of that scene? Can we shout that out so we
0: can get the, the Our possible? Robocop remake. I don't know which scene it is, but the one where he like confronts the 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 rapists in the alley or whatever. Yeah. Perhaps I don't know the best which scene number it is. I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> Just so
0: but you good. need to watch the original film so you can understand it I all. Do. You know, I do. And also, it is a fantastic film. I believe it was one of my honorable mentions when we were running through the top ten. Oh, did like we? that's how much I love that oh. film.
1: All right, well. We'll see. We'll get there. We'll
0: get to that at some point. I'm not sure what film we're going to cover next week, but it will be... It'll be something. ...something interesting. And if you are curious, the list is published on... Was it on the official Reboot Already Underway Twitter? Yes, it is. We published that? Yeah, I know so it. So that's at Reboot Already On? Yes, that is correct. Is that it, okay. So follow us there, and you can also see the list of films we will be covering... Not sure which one we're going to get to next week, but is it will be any, something from there. Are there any
1: there. like April movies on the list? Hmm? Like specifically April movies on the list or no?
0: I'll have to look it over once we're done here. Let's right.
1: see. April Fools, isn't that? I a did not put part? April Fools yeah, Day on there you didn't. because that
0: film is trash, and I hate it. I hate it so much. Worst <laughs> twist ending ever made. Like. <laughs> Just no. Just just no. If people
1: want to read your review you, of April Fool's, you, you can't where do can they that. find that,
0: Aaron. So, yeah, if you want to find me around the internet, <laughs> and if you want to hear my thoughts on this little film called April Fool's Day in yeah. the spirit of the holiday that has already passed by the time this has been out, but you can check me out at uh, this clever blog name is already taken.tumblr.com and find me on Twitter at Little Flame Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find Jacob Lacey around, you can find him at Twitter uh, at Jake underscore Lace and at That's Jake correct. Lace on Tumblr.com. See, I'm getting them. I'm getting them.
1: You are. You're getting better. And where can they find David, even though he wasn't on the podcast? Oh, yeah, David's either. not
0: here. So David's not a regular member of this podcast. He had a guest appearance last week for Perks, of course, but... Mm-hmm. We'll see if he wants to come back for another one. I'm not sure how many of the films on the list he's seen. Perks of being Wallflower
1: on the record as a film I hated. <laughs> My least favorite. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> we have you on the record saying you loved it. Yeah, so no, I know. Don't, I know. Even, don't even try I know, anymore. I let's see. know. Don't even try. That time is past. It is. You, 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 you're, you're part of it now. I am. Part I am of am it.
1: Part of the Wallflowers.
0: You're a wallflower. I don't know if that's the name of the fan group. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's like a fan name. Yeah, I doubt for there's this a fan group. But fan that's base.
1: what they say. We're getting way off
0: track. This we uh, we are. We need to wrap anymore. up. So until next time, everyone. Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye bye, man. That's that's my new sign off. I, I know it's your new
1: sign off. It's very good. <laughs>